Welcome to another episode of Milk the Clock Podcast. It's Tuesday. Uh, we have not done a we we've taken kind of a break, Paul. Uh, we haven't been on our normal schedule, so hopefully this is the return of the regular Milk the Clock Podcast. I know people have been they've actually been asking about it. What's going on? So are you feeling like you're ready? You're ready to get back into a routine? I'm all fired up, charged up. Bristol took a lot out of both of us, and we're back and ready to go. Yeah, Bristol's out of the way, um, and now it's time to get focused on what's going to happen here in the rest of the football season. And you know, I was just I was talking to Mrs. BC this week, and I said, "Listen, we're already three college games in, two NFL games. There's not much more left." <laughs> it sort of does go into hyperspeed. I was I yeah. was looking at my fantasy standings in a couple leagues today. I'm like, wow, we are in the thick of it already, whether we like it or not. And and you're right. Once it starts churning, it just doesn't stop. I mean, these Thursday night games in the NFL in particular really speed up the week. That is uh, that's what I keep telling everybody. I say Tuesday and Wednesday are my nights off. That's my weekend. I try to shut it down early on Tuesday and Wednesday because I know Thursday is going to be a mess. And then Friday, I work more. In, I work more on Fridays than I do all week. And then over the weekend, I'm in front of a TV. Beautiful, beautiful weekend here. Well, Saturday was a wash, but Sunday was beautiful here. And I'm inside all day, all day. Beautiful, just beautiful. What, what about Getting you? A nice face. You just nice you just, face tan from that monitor. Stay, you just stay inside all Sunday. The only time I went out was to mow the yard, and I was just swearing the whole time. The pollen count here is ridiculous. But anyway, early into the season, what's your big tag or storyline, I should say, whether NCAA or NFL? What headline? What's the headline for you? Uh, looking at the NFL, I, I said it yesterday. It feels like the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl, and I, pending injuries, um, the defense is back, and that's bad news. And D'Angelo Williams, can he hold up? But everybody else is there. Everybody else is injured, right? Uh, the Patriots, mm-hmm. they're if the Patriots can be three and one to get to Brady, Steelers, Patriots, AFC title game, and that's a great one. You know, I, I, I hope that is the matchup. Yeah, you look at the schedule. People are going to say uh, Steelers, uh, whatever. But you look at the schedule. They get the Patriots in Pittsburgh. They get the Giants in Pittsburgh. And really, the rest of their their schedule is trash. It's it's not. There's not much there for the Steelers to have to. I said 13 wins. I think that's where the Steelers are going to get. They're going to win the division. They got that game on Cincinnati. Now they're going to sweep the Ravens. They'll sweep the Browns, and then it's going to come down to best out of conference. And and the Bengals are going to get screwed there. They're going to get knocked out early. And Pittsburgh is going to go in, and uh, they're going to they're going to get home field, and then they're going to beat the Patriots. It's definitely setting itself up in both those divisions how it has the last several years. Nobody's going to challenge the Patriots. I mean, the Bills are already in panic mode. Two games in, you fire your offensive coordinator. That's just ridiculous. But Rob Ryan will never get fired. No. He'll always have a job. Right. Even though he was the architect of one of the worst defenses in NFL history, worse from a yardage given up standpoint with the Saints a couple of years ago. And the Patriots just keep on churning. No matter who's playing quarterback, no matter who the personnel is, seemingly, they just roll. And same thing with the Steelers. You've got a couple of key guys. The Bengals are always right there. You right. know, they're never getting blown out. They're never they're gonna go eleven and five. The Browns are gonna suck. And you're, again, it's a it's a first round loss. So a playoff loss well, rather. Uh, yeah, and then look at the South. Who do you take out of the South? 
Yeah, what a dump. Houston? What a dump. I mean, the Colts, I, are sh- they're garbage. Mm-hmm. Their defense is garbage, and luck, you know he's going to get hurt. He's going to get nailed. Uh, oh, for and then, sure. And then out west, do you trust the Chargers? I do, you know, and that's, a, that's an interesting man. conversation I, uh, yeah. I had yesterday. Yeah. Because no matter – it's amazing to me Philip Rivers doesn't get the credit he deserves. Everybody is in such a hurry to, to grade quarterbacks based on Super Bowl wins, and he'll never enter that conversation. He'll always get lumped in with Romo. But who is he thrown to in the last five years besides Antonio Gates? Well, I mean, that's ser- well, it's unbelievable. Look at, yeah, and look Travis, at the injuries now. Right, and they just mount up every single year. Doesn't it seem like they have key guys go down with knee injuries He's, every year? He somehow gets them to the wild card game. Yeah. And I, does Denver? Does Denver get all the way through with Simeon at quarterback? That's just unbelievable to me that that's even that they're two and zero. It's just wild. Um, uh, they've been yeah. able to run the ball better than I thought they would. Yeah, C.J. Anderson. He, I got him in one of the leagues, and I was like, man, this guy actually, this guy actually is having a really good year just two weeks in. But so mm-hmm. yeah, so Denver Chargers. I mean, what, yeah. What do you look at the Chiefs disappointing everyone? Yeah, they're they're a mess. The Queefs, the right, Raiders. So- the Raiders can't seem to level no, it out. No, no, no. Are they, are they that, going I mean, that was eight? a game they had to win, right? You have to win these. I think it was. You have to beat the Falcons at home. It's funny because two games into the NFL season, no 0-2 team has ever won the Super Bowl. So anybody that's 0-2 right now, you can say they're done. Bears? They're done. <laughs> Bear, the Bears. Well, they're, you they're and I have joked. Three pick. You and I have joked on the podcast about how they were going to go four and twelve, and I even joked four and sixteen if you count the preseason. But four <laughs> wins—I don't know where they're coming from, Joe. Uh, not now. <laughs> I mean, and, and look, Cutler Cutler's going to sit. He's not. He's done. He's he so smart because he's just going to collect his money. Oh. He doesn't care. He hasn't cared for eight years. We've been dealing with this for no. eight years. If if you want a good laugh, go back and watch the Hoyer series. Last night in the fourth quarter, when Brent, when Brian Hoyer comes in to uh, to 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 play quarterback, evidently, right. I mean that's what they called it. They said he was the quarterback, yeah, right. but little BC throws a harder ball. Yeah, well, okay. Unreal. What was the what was the point when? Oh, you're saying Hoyer didn't he didn't impress you? It looked like a high school drive, right? It's it it was just awful. All I right. don't even really want to talk right, about so it. So, what NFC team stands out now to you right now? Mm. Packers. I know they lost. I know that's the thing. Like, okay, the Vikings are the the probability site that I go to. The Vikings or the probability to go to the, they were the top probability to go to the Super Bowl. The numbers don't realize who the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean that right. that game was ugly. I I but didn't mind else? it though. Who else? I don't need a thirty eight thirty five shootout every yeah, week. I mean that's what we talked ugly. about. Michael Haynes. You know, we talked to Michael Haynes about that last week. Yeah, it was ugly. But it wasn't it was a choppy game. You're choppy. right. There was no flow to it. But I mean, who else is there? It's not Seattle. It's not uh You don't think Seattle it, what, running game? That's the problem? Well, it's either that or Russell Wilson's injury, right? That's hurt. what I keep there hearing. He hurt. Yeah, you're right. Uh he is Arizona. What about uh, they can they can beat the Patriots the at Giants? home on Sunday night? What about the Giants? Yeah, they're sneaky, aren't they? Two quiet. and zero. Looking That's good. a quiet two and zero. Very quiet two and zero. They shut even the Saints they, down. Yeah, even though they beat the Cowboys week one, it's still a quiet two and zero. Mm-hmm. And they're going to run away with that. Well, Wentz is going to fall on his face. It's just a matter of time. And 
the Giants are going to be there. They're going to go what? They're going to win 11, 11 and they'll five. Win 10. I was going to say 10. Yeah. So let's say right. 11. Right. Say yeah. 11. They'll win that division e- easy. Uh, the Packers are going to go on a run. You know that. They're going to get home. You know it. And you know it. Two straight road games. Now they get to go home. Now that it's it's going to be a big trouble for everybody else. Uh, what about in the South? Who do we have down there? Panthers. Tampa. Well, yeah, the Panthers. Um, I, I guess they're just going to win that by default, right? It seems like it. I mean, Atlanta could could win nine games, maybe ten, but I don't think they're better than the Panthers, do you? A lot of average teams. Man, so many. It's, As we're having this discussion, it's really obvious, isn't it, how many how, average teams there are? How bad is it that you can't it, – it's almost impossible to find a competent quarterback. Why has it been like that? It's been that way for 20 years. It's I, amazing. I cannot I actually found that. I found an old Sports Illustrated at a friend's house this weekend, and Jeff George was on the cover. Right. It was just prior to him being the number one overall pick, so it was 1990. And you know the reviews for him were mixed, and one of the quotes that stuck out to me from an unnamed GM was, look at the NFL now. There's only 10 good quarterbacks. And I thought, holy cow, this is 1990. We've been hearing that ever since. Why can't there be more than 10 good quarterbacks at any one time? Well, and then you think you think somebody's going to be a decent quarterback, and they just can't. They just can't get over the hump. Matt Stafford. I, yeah, what's going on? I, I thought it might benefit led, him to not be able to uh, yeah. focus in on Megatron, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, well, I read. I well, I heard it on the radio today that. He had the most drop pass yards in the NFL, and I believe it was over the first two weeks. So the wide receivers are killing him. Uh, penalties, that's a that's a Lions tradition. Bad penalties. Oh, they love dumb penalties, Think even about since that. Schwartz was there. Think about that. The Bears are down. The Vikings are without their quarterback. It's like if the Lions can split with Green Bay, they have a shot to win the division. And they just shit the bed. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, they do every time. It's horrible. <laughs> a like, one-point loss to Tennessee yeah. is the definition of that. Oh, that's that at is, home. Oh my God. I do love hearing the name of their offensive coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter, yeah. over and over. Though yeah. that's hilarious in, to me that that's used in any sort of serious context. A name his, like that. Yeah, his offense looked horrible. Uh, the Redskins—they're right. done. Oh, I watched that whole game. Uh, Cowboys Redskins. You just—you could feel it. They were up 23-20 with about six minutes left. Inside the Cowboys, five, three chances. Cousins throws an end right. in the end zone. They never recovered. I think Dallas could win 10 games. I think they're the only team that's going to challenge uh, the Giants over the long haul. Eagles, I don't know what to make of them. They play the two worst yeah. teams in the NFL. Yeah. I like that Carson Wentz is doing good, a North Dakota State guy. But what do they really have well, there? This week you're going to find out. They're playing Pittsburgh. Oh, man, Blitzburg. So. So it's going to be – Wentz could be in big trouble this week. If he doesn't start sliding, he's going to get pounded, and this would be the week. Uh, so there, I'm sure – Shazier? Yeah, I'm sure – Shazier yeah, just going to yeah. unload? Yeah, I mean – I like that. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna pound him if he tries to get outside the pocket. They're gonna, the, the, Peterson has to be terrified him not getting down, you know? Oh, every time. And then, every your, time and then your backup is uh, – Who is the backup? Uh, from Missouri – Daniel Chase Daniel. Oh, Chase Daniels. Oh man, he's in no, a well paid backup Chase for like Daniel. 10 years. I think it's just Chase Daniel. Daniel. Sorry. Yeah, no plural. I got him. I got uh, him confused with uh, NBA legend Lloyd Daniels, yeah, playground legend. Absolutely. Uh, Arizona. What do you think? That defense looked good Cardinals, on Sunday. You know, it's gonna. I, I don't know. All I know is is that it's the parody 
is absurd. It's Who are, okay, it's so let's look at it like this. We, we've kind of figured out the two or three teams that are going to be there at the end. Who are the, we figured out the two worst teams are Cleveland and Chicago. Any other team on your list that is just completely dead in the water right now? Let's get just back done. to that. I believe we have okay. April Ross right now. April, are you there? I'm here. April, this is Paul Aidy and Joe Kinsey. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. You were kind enough to hang out with us in L.A. at the Gatorade Athlete of the Year Awards back in July, and you took a Gatorade that we offered. <laughs> yes. Oh, I remember you guys. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, is it a good memory, or is it like, oh, God. It's a great memory. Yeah. I think you guys were the most fun by far. Nice. Love that. So um, what's going on? I know, I know you're working on UV protection. Yeah, so yeah, number one thing is I'm working on this campaign called ACES with Xperia UV, um, a lens brand, and it stands for All Day Coverage When Exposed to Sun. Um, and I think everybody's done a great job uh, learning how to protect their, their skin in the sun, and I want to spread awareness that it's just as important uh, to protect your eyes from the sun, and you do that by making sure your lenses and your sunglasses have UV protection. Um, ideally, they're polarized, too. And it's not just, you know, in the summer, it's not just when it's sunny, when you're driving, if it's cloudy, all year round, you need to make sure you're wearing your sunglasses to protect your eyes because over the years, you know, so much damage can be done to your eyes if you don't. April, I'm looking at some of the pictures from the uh, Olympics and you're wearing, you're wearing the, uh, the lenses, the clear lenses. And is that a night, is that a night lens that you wear? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's no UV rays at night, right. I believe. <laughs> um, and so I just had to to offset the glare of the bright lights for the night matches because sometimes if you don't do that, it, it's it's like worse it's worse than the sun trying to stare into those lights and play the ball. Ever thought of wearing eye black like these uh, baseball guys? Uh, n- no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I should have tried it. Where are you guys? Why didn't you mention that earlier? Yeah, Joe. That might have won. I don't know. That might have won the gold, Paul. That might have uh, Maybe. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so, but maybe. <laughs> right. April, you know, with all the hype and anticipation over Rio, what's the one thing you saw down there on or off the court that you could have never predicted or prepared for? Um... Nothing, to be honest. Um, I've been to Brazil a bunch. I've been to Rio a bunch. And when we were down there for the Olympics, it was just, I mean, flawless. Uh, There was a ton of security, so we felt totally safe. The venue was amazing. We stayed out in Copacabana, so we had a really short commute. We could have walked to the venue every single time. But, um, you know, no issues with Zika that I've heard of. Um, we could walk around, eat, have acai bowls. It was it was just a really good experience. April, Were you the tallest? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You no, know, I was gonna say, are you gonna come back for the next Olympics, Tokyo? Yeah, that's my goal for sure. I want to be in Tokyo. Um, I'm gonna try and start a family first with my husband, um, but as soon as we do that, I'm gonna get back to training and competing. It was interesting because about two weeks after the Olympics, I turned on the TV and I saw you and, and uh, uh, your partner, uh, geez, Carrie Walsh, 
Yeah. yeah, excuse me. That's probably the first time that's ever happened in an interview <laughs> where you've overshadowed Gary Walsh. Anyway, I turn on the TV and you guys are playing in like an AVP tournament. When does the season ever end? Um, the season just ended last weekend. So um, finally done. Going to take a little bit of a break now. Have some fun, hopefully. Um, but that's actually early. Usually our seasons go all the way to November. Wow. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. Uh, you're, on, you're on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I really, really got it going in the right direction here. Um, April, as far as the Aces campaign, what website can our listeners go to to check it out? Uh, they can go to experiouv.com. That's Xperio with an X, starts with an X. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. They have lots of info. Also, when you were down at the Olympics, was there one athlete that you met or, or watched compete that really impressed you? Um, I was so focused on our own event, um, and it lasted the whole time. I didn't get a chance to watch too many other sports. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I mean, Simone Biles is awesome, so I guess I would just have to say her. That's a, probably a pretty cliche answer, but she That's is amazing. That's a good catch-all. That's a good catch-all. Great. Yeah. I like it. April, thank you so much. Joe, you got anything? No, we should let her go. She's uh, she's busy today. So, <laughs> <laughs> April, we really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks, April. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Good All to right. talk to you guys. All right, too. thank you. Bye. All right, Paul, I hung up on her. Uh, she's out. That's uh, that's April Ross, our old friend. She's uh, she's great. We uh, we always seem to have a good little conversation with April. That's right. It's a That's little right. tough though, right? Because the Olympics are done now, and it's it's tough for these athletes to stay relevant for four more years. Oh, how can you well, do the, it? The, the AVP is done, right? They're done for the summer, and now it's like it's time to just go promote stuff. So, go out and get some eye care glasses. Take, I, take care of your I, eyes. I thought the eye black. I, I why don't these you know baseball players swear by this stuff? It's weird because it, football players are kind of 50-50 in my experience. It just seems weird that it even actually does anything. And obviously that's the, the, the side that April's on. Yeah. She's like, what is this? Yeah, she yeah, she didn't she wasn't going for that eye black thing. I almost said Misty May trainer, so oh, at least Oh man, you blanked on that. <laughs> so total, hard. Total fail on your part. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> she she oh, was, was not good. she was not digging that. Oh, she loved it. She loved that for once she somebody remembered her name and forgot Carrie I, Walsh's name. I think you should have came came in with a question on do you feel like Carrie Walsh was dragging you down at the Olympics? <laughs> See all no, these I'm questions. Ser- seriously, April Ross. Up. They April, pile up. Oh. At, after the interview's over, all the quick good questions yeah. come to mind. They really do. And and I don't want to ask her that because everybody knows Carrie struggled. Struggled yeah. against Brazil. Really? Oh, that was a semifinal match. It was on at like midnight. It was brutal to watch. It was really, mm-hmm. really hard to watch that. She was, you know, you, you think about like pitchers, like they just lose it. All of a sudden they just oh, lose yeah. it. Yeah, like a Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Wallers. Mark Wallers yeah. was a great, Wallers. great example. How about uh, Chuck Knobloch? Knobloch, he, great example. He couldn't, couldn't throw hit. it. No, he couldn't throw it from second, from his position. That's, That's right. And uh, it's, it's amazing. It just happens. And it, it has to be psychological, right? Ricky and Keel, it's another one. Ricky and Keel. What? Oh yeah, he couldn't pitch. Yep. So he exactly. goes to the outfield. 
and he somehow like was serviceable there no, for he years. Was, I he was really good. Yeah, and then he was gone. The the Mark Wallace thing was the, the one I always remember. Just he could not hit the strike zone suddenly. He, he not not only could he not hit the strike zone, like his fastball would be five feet over the umpire's head. <laughs> not even close. No, it, was it wasn't like even close. Eight. No. Yeah. And, and yeah. And he he went from like dominance to right. to out of baseball. Just nothing. But what do no, those guys do now? Like, uh, they probably te- they're they're probably coaches. There's so much money in that. I think they start a landscaping business. Uh, no, no, I, no. I think they sales. they do the private lessons. Are so money, so get money. that get that big big uh, book of business with residual income. Listen, I talked. You got it. I talked to a guy in Double A hockey, and these guys even down to that level, they all they have to do is get a you know the guy that lives two doors down from me does private volleyball lessons. And Sounds real he ma- weird. He makes like a hundred dollars an hour. Dude, that's that's two hundred k. That's ridiculous. It's, it, it's well, he just does it on the side, it's just side money. Remember that Canadian we met at the Indy five hundred that was playing like like double A hockey, and yes. he just loved America. Yes, yes. That just remind yes, me yes, of that. Yes, yes. Like that guy could start a private exactly. camp right now. Exactly. The money's in the Especially, camps. Especially because he has a Canadian accent, so that adds legitimacy. It's like, do you want to learn soccer from me or a guy with a British accent? Or German. German. <laughs> even even better. better. Even better, because it's like German. really broken English. But oh, it's hardcore. Anyway, you did not go to the Carrie Walsh question about dragging her down. That's that's respectable for you. Thank and, you. And um, we've matured. Yeah, you've matured, and I'm glad that you uh, told him that this is going to be on Bullseye. Um, <laughs> That was that was smart because they probably so, they probably wouldn't have like busted. So we could get real weird, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So, so anyway, let's get back to our NFL. Yeah, talk. let's get who, back in there. Who is the other? Who is the other team that you've seen that has no shot at a winning record? Um, hold we on. No, the we know Bears and Browns, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're done. Uh, the Bills are in big trouble. The de- that defense, horse. Four wins, maybe. Maybe they sneak out four. They get uh, that's that's an ugly team. Ugly. Uh Jags, Bortles is a disaster. I know I know like Bortles is the big like internet guy because he's kind of hip and young sexy. and all that sexy. And everybody's like kissing Bortles ass. And the guy I don't know if you watched any of that game. No, I watched like the last two minutes or something. And you saw the interception. He's coming yeah. down and he just throws the ball, and it's just like, what the hell was he doing? Like, what the Bears the, would sign him. What the hell was that? I, I still know. think the Titans are going to fall on their face. I'm not sold on them, even though that was a ugly win in Detroit. Uh, uh, Saints, another the, the the they're gonna they're gonna probably win what five games, six games, something like that. Oh yeah, tops. Um, and the Rams, they're they're a mess. I know that that game that, that was bad. I know you. I know you said you like that. I like that. That just rough. They're not going to score. Their average All points. Goals. Their average points per game this year. They might not break fourteen on average. A defense though. They're gonna get. They're gonna get shut out multiple times this year. I just remember watching them a year ago and thinking how bad Nick Foles looked. Like I've never seen it. He looked like Mark Wallers actually. Yeah. Just suddenly can't do anything right. Seven tuds in a game year before or two years before, and then he's just completely inept. And it's like 
I don't know what's going on with their quarterback play down there. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that's... it kind of one thing though to consider is that Jeff Fisher has no idea how to stockpile talent at wide receiver. Look at Tennessee. Who was, Kenny Britt was his main weapon. Justin McCarron's year never after has, year. He never has weapons. He never has any sense of. And he shouldn't offense. be a. He shouldn't be a coach. Well, he shouldn't be a GM, right? I mean, he shouldn't have anything to do with personnel on the on the offensive side because if you look at them, they look just like they did in Tennessee, personnel wise. Um, how have you seen the number on the, the Browns have had? They're going to have five quarterbacks in their last five games. Like, how impossible <laughs> is that? So, where can you even find guys? It's like our <laughs> earlier conversation. There's only ten good quarterbacks in any one time in the league. How can you find five guys, a guy a week? Is Eric Zire one of the guys? Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, the guys that are their quarterbacks, it's not like they're hurt and their seasons are over. These are guys that aren't even in the NFL anymore. Spurgeon win. I mean, Austin Davis was the starter in the last game of the season last year. I that's doubt- when they were teaching Johnny Manziel a hard lesson. They were Remember teaching that him tough that love? lesson after that. That after tough love drinking. they gave him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that five quarterbacks, five games. If you're Cody Kessler this week, I don't even know who the Browns have. Um, uh, let's see. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Oh, that's a good one. So somebody's got to win. Somebody's going to win there. But seriously, I mean, uh, Cody Kessler, the guy has no arm. It's it's a disaster. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> but then, remember how hyped he was for how his efficiency in college, like how accurate he uh, was? That's very, all they yeah, care about. he's very accurate. So then you have, and then they sign Charlie Whitehurst. It's what Jesus, a, what a mess. They might not win two games. Well, so there's, there's right? five really bad teams right there, right? They could easily be the worst team in the league. Bills, Browns, Bears, all B's. Yeah. And then, and then those two teams. All right. So look at the, look at the standings and then look at who you think at this point, two games in and where will the wild cards come from? Because. <laughs> We already have the Patriots. We're going to go Broncos, I, I guess. We're going to go Broncos mm-hmm. in the West. And then we're going to go Steelers. I mean, the Ravens are a fake 2-0. and That was a, They've played the the Browns and the Bills. So the Ravens, They're going to get pounded the Ravens, when they play the Steelers. The Ravens are a joke. Don't, that 2-0 is so f- fake. All right, I think we, the Jets are a wild card team. Uh, they're going to be – yeah, they're going to be in the hunt. But um, – the Bengals have that tiebreaker on them. They beat them at home. It's true. true. So the Bengals Jets, they're probably going to be battling it out. Uh, the AFC West is going to probably have a wild card team. I think that yeah. chart. I think the Chargers. I think you're right. They're going to be. They're going to find a way to have nine wins at the end of the year, and it's going to take ten to get in over top of them. Uh, I, I hate to be the guy who's like quarterback is everything in the NFL because I don't believe that. But when you look at that division. Yep. I mean, it's Philip Rivers versus everyone else. Who's even the second well, best car. quarterback? Car. Car. I mean, but is he, is it that obvious? Well, I mean, the de- but the defense, the Raiders' defense, sixty nine points. Sixty points allowed. That's not very good. Yeah. That's the second most in the NFL. And then, if you look at the AFC South, I guess the Texans are going to win by default. Yeah. Yeah. And the Titans, again, they're still the same team like that they were when Jeff Fisher was there. I don't know what it is about Bud Adams, but, I mean, he doesn't want to spend any money. Everybody knows that, but still, just hardly any skill position guys have to run the ball and feed the tight end in the right. passing game. 
All right, so we figured out the way this uh, playoff scenario is going to go. It, it, That's the AFC. What's your NFC? Ama- but no, isn't that amazing? Like two games in, you can pretty much just see what's going to happen the rest of the year. I mean, pending some crazy injury to, uh, I don't know, to Roethlisberger or to um, uh, injuries, just injuries yeah, across inju- the board. But the Patriots keep winning with the uh, with even with no all this what. garbage. No matter what, it doesn't matter. By the way, St. Louis, or excuse me, Los Angeles Rams averaging four and a half points per game. Yeah, right. Well, a shut, point a quarter. They're going to get shut out. Of, they're going to get shut out multiple times. Uh, we think the Eagles. You think the Eagles are going to fall off once they start playing people, right? Yeah. And you think the Cowboys are? It's going to come down to Cowboys Giants. Yeah. And the I, Giants already have the, the the first win over the Cowboys. So right. now, I mean, they're going to have to split, right? The, Cow- right. the Cowboys have to win now on the road to win the division. Look at that crappy NFC West. Uh, it's uh, I don't I don't actually think that's crappy. I think the Cardinal Seahawks, if Russell Wilson can get healthy. But look at look at the Cardinals' offense. That's going to come yeah. around and smoke some teams. They're going to they're going to sweep the Rams. They're going to s- probably sweep the four. Uh, who did the Cardinals lose to? They lost Patriots. In week, all right, so they lost in week one. Uh, I think the AFC North is nah, the Viking. Seriously, can Sam Bradford take the Vikings to the playoffs without Adrian Peterson? Sam Bradford. How, how, I'm hell, amazed. how in the hell can that happen? I'm amazed that the Panthers have scored the most points of any team in the NFL after two weeks. It's No. Cameron is that, is Newton, right? Greg Olson. Yeah. 66 points forced. And Benjamin. Now they got Fozzie Whitaker. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're, they just keep churning too. Yeah. I mean, in the last yeah. two years at least. Yeah, that was that was what forty five on the uh, on the forty ers Yeah, pummeling them. But that's the thing; it's the same four or five teams every year. It's just like business. There's certain businesses that know how to do it, how to make money, and then the remaining eighty five percent can't tell you their ass from their elbow right the bears are leading the league in that category of not being able to determine their ass from their elbow but it's the same teams year in year out and the packers and the steelers always come to mind right away obviously the patriots and then there's one or two other teams that figured out for a year or two like the panthers maybe five years at at the longest and there's your nfl all right let's get to fantasy football because i know that's where you're a pro and let's hear all right what player is underperforming that stands out to you oh man right off the bat yeah sight unseen figure sight unseen well figure out figure out who you think is uh who's a mess how bummed bummed are you if you picked adrian peterson 19 carries for 31 yards everybody had him up top everybody some people had him one overall some people had todd Gurley number one overall and what's he got you? hundred yards ish on the season. I, I could have. I, I, Todd Gurley. That was the big one for me that I didn't understand. Is you're supposed to take Todd Gurley, and they don't have a quarterback, so everybody's just, they're going to stack the box. Right. They don't have a quarterback, and they have no wideout. I mean, you can pay that slot wideout however much you want, forty million guaranteed. Who am I thinking of? The return man that they the Rams overpaid about three weeks ago. Uh, anyway, Tavon Austin. I mean, yeah. pay, you can pay a guy like he's never one. That doesn't mean he is. All right. So your top offensive fantasy point guy through two weeks on Yahoo is Jimmy G. Four, <laughs> That's 48, awesome. Forty-eight point nine points. 
He's played like six quarters. And do you know who's the second highest scoring fantasy player right now? No, no idea. Blaine Gabbert. What? 44 points through two games. And he's owned in 4% of the leagues. Sounds about right. How many points does Colin Kaepernick have? Am I reading this right? Oh, hold on, 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 hold on. That I, I total disaster on my part. I had I it on. Say. I had it on available players. Let's get to oh, the real get, numbers. Get to the real. Oh, this deal. is even. Gonna, this is even going to blow your mind even more. The even top harder. offensive fantasy point production guy in the NFL right now. Um, give me a hint. What position is he? Quarterback. Cameron. Cameron Newton. Matt Ryan. Is it really Matt Ryan? Not Ryan. It's Matt Ryan. Ryan. And D'Angelo Williams is your top running back at 53 points. Wow, Matt Ryan by three over Cam Newton. Insane. And and you go all the way down. Matt Forte is having a good year. Unbelievable. Good thing the Bears got rid of him. Huh? Uh, yeah. And then uh, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, yep. 45 points. That's a that is that is the that's got to be the breakout star. And then CJ Anderson, your your guy. There's there's CJ Anderson. He and, could quit uh, right now and have a better year than he did last year after two games. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, there's another one. Willie Sneed, fast Willie Sneed. I always want to call anybody named Willie fast Willie thanks to fast Willie Parker. So a lot of those guys that were up top, just floundering, just crap in the so bed. Far. Tell everybody about tell Dildonics. Uh two and zero, oh. two and, and here's the thing. My fantasy team, I didn't even show up to the draft. I just let it. I just let it draft. <laughs> All right. Auto draft. And you're just and you're just disposing of teams in two weeks. Auto draft, and I had two defenses, two kickers, and like three quarterbacks. And I'm still kicking teams' asses. I'm kicking. Oh, it's I'm kicking. Close. I'm I'm blowing people out that actually showed up. That put thought into it. They put thought into it. That's the worst when you put and I thought just into blew something. Out. I blew out this guy this week. 134 oh to 87. Who'd you play this week? Belcher's bastard. <laughs> Tim just Belcher? Smoked him. Smoked oh, him. Oh, man. Plowed through that thing. And it's, you know why? Because I... Eric Decker and Brandon oh. Marshall. And, and how crazy is this? I have two Jets wide receivers, and, it, and I didn't even look. I didn't even look at the roster, and, I, and they both started. <laughs> So you basically proven that fan every oh. everything that everyone knows about fantasy no, is wrong. I love it. Just throw that it's shit com- right out the window. Two kickers, two defenses, two wide receivers on the same team. Yeah, and I and I didn't even look, and I didn't realize I didn't even realize that I had two Jets, and I started both of them against the Bills, and they go for thirty four points combined. <laughs> That's awesome. Like that, that, that won the that one that pretty much won it for me. That won the game. And wow, and somehow you. I have Denver's defense, so Go off. I was I was gonna be like you know we were gonna talk to Von Miller today and I was gonna be like Von you're you're kicking right. ass for me buddy, right that Akib Talib return got you all fired up a lot up, of all points charged, well they but... had two TDs two TDs five sacks so mm-hmm. when do we there's play? only one other team in the league that's undefeated and that's the Boner Express Boner Express is that your team. No, I I can't even say my team name All right. on the air. Yeah, your mom's listening. The, the um, Boner Express with three exclamation points. What do you guys <laughs> lock horn? <laughs> Look at that. 
Look at You're that. You're easily in front of Ray Caruth baby mama division. You're going to win that division. <laughs> If you go two and zero now, you're pretty much you're pretty much going to the playoffs in fantasy. I'm in the thick of the field for uh, in Bill Cosby's rape juice division. I want to win that one again. Oh, is that where? Okay, I see where you're at. I see that you got to win this week. Oh yeah. All right. Hard fought. Hard fought. Uh yeah. So we're both uh, we're everybody's into fantasy right now. The weather still is not broken, so we're still like hotter than you know what it's here. It's blazing. Shoot. Yeah, for this late, I thought my electric bill was gonna get a break. Oh, Wrong again. That AC is just churning. Air conditioner for days. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can't. I mean, leaves are dropping here. Yeah, and and I can't get a break. I closed the pool up. And did you? Yeah, I had to close the pool because. Well, I mean, the leaves will come down in waves, right? How so many you, times since you've put that top on has the kids come over and asked? For uh, what? Zero. It went on yesterday. Really? Okay. And at All this right. point in the year, the kids don't really give a shit about swimming. It's weird. Like mid-August, nobody cares. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Nobody even wants to go in. They don't even ask. It's because they shot their pool wad back in what May or oh, June. No. It's like it's like Memorial Day weekend, and they they're wanting in it. And it's over. And and we've been in once since like mid-August. So it's kind of like a you know it's like a thing you put on your wall and it just collects dust. Yeah, like so. a cool memento of a time well, in your life, just collecting dust. Well, I was just telling like Mrs. The Bears. BC. I, yeah, exactly. I was telling Mrs. BC, I said, listen, next year what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the pool open until about October 1st, and I'm going to do some uh, pool days with football. Just turn Ooh. on, take the pool or take the take the TV out there, put Sounds it on like put it idea. on the diving board, and watch NFL games just lounging in the pool. From the comfort of the shallow end. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget your UV protection. Yeah, watch the eyes. Take care. Easy of those on eyes. the eyes. And uh, you know we're uh, this is good. We you know what we need to do is we need to do these on Sunday nights. So it's initial reaction. Some hot takes. Initial hot reaction of what just happened. Take some callers. That's what we need to get back we need to. to. We yeah, need to we need to get back callers, to the callers. Uh, see what they think about what just happened in NFL. <clears throat> now I'm starting to feel like I'm getting back into the groove. I had one weekend where I just sat here all weekend, did nothing. But people had parties. I said, no, I'm not coming over. Uh, we Multiple party offers both days. And I said, no, I got to watch football. If I'm at a party, I can't really concentrate. So, no. You know what no. I mean? Like you probably went to a, a barbecue this weekend, right? Oh yeah, and, and you couldn't concentrate. Not not for anything in the world. We right. had some soccer. We had a lot of soccer this weekend, and you've got to you've got to split it up. You got to get it in. You got to get in the other stuff in life. And one other uh, thing, speaking yeah, of the other ahead. stuff in life, college football, I do have to say that all the Nebraska fans are so stoked. We are back. I sent you a message. <laughs> we are back. It's 1995 again. I sent you a message this weekend. Fiona and I were going over her Nebraska schedule in her room Uh-oh. slash poster, filling in the scores. Uh-oh. And she let her eyes wander oh, about five boy. weeks from now. And she saw a big OSU on Uh-oh. there. And she said, Dad, I bet Joe Kinsey thinks he's going to win that one. <laughs> and I said, yep. But inside, all I could think about was the drubbing in the horseshoe oh. that you guys put on Opalini's big nose. You could have scored 1,000 points that day if you wanted to. Braxton Miller threw for oh. 1,800 yards. 
That was when was that? Five years ago? Four years ago? Uh, I think it was th- four years ago. I believe four years ago. And yeah, at this point, we went back in the- and forth into about the end of the second quarter, and <laughs> it was over. Yeah. It was so over. At this point, nobody in the Big Ten in this part of the country even they don't, they're not even talking about Nebraska. No, and they shouldn't be. Well, no I mean, conference I mean, that, was good, that was a good win, though. That was a good win. The Oregon win was a good win. It was a good win. You got to win those, right? You got to win those. You got to. It's uh, it, it it's like Oregon's still a serviceable team. They're going to win nine games. They're not going to win the Pac-12. But you guys, Nebraska. Yeah, they had Nebraska hasn't won a game like that no. in years. And no. last year we we lost either five or six games by six or less points, and oh. it had all the makings. You know, you've you've watched enough football when a team just has that that feel to them when it gets to the last seven minutes. You just know they're waiting to screw up, just like the Redskins have right now. Did your daughter even watch the Ohio State Oklahoma game? No, no, I wouldn't she, she subject her to yeah, that. She didn't see that. She didn't see Flash. that destruction. Was it a destruction? I didn't oh even my pay God. any. They could have hung. Went, they could have hung sixty on them. I just went to the incubator and felt good about college football for a few days. Yeah, I know you're. I, I wasn't even going to bring up college football because I know you don't really want to talk about it. It's not. Your, well, I don't have really a lot. There's thing. not a lot to say. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not really your thing. You're not really into it. But. Well, I'm in I'm in the Big Ten, and I do have to say that the Nebraska win over Oregon was like the saving grace for the Big Ten this weekend. What do you mean? You've got a Wisconsin team that almost loses to an 0-2 Georgia Southern team uh, at home. Oh, Ohio State goes to Oklahoma and just stomps on them, sticks their big cleat right on their throats. We needed that, but after the Oklahoma loss the week before, it's kind of like, well, they okay. Lost in, yeah, they lost in week one. But, right. But and then still. the other thing was Iowa losing to North Dakota, North, North Dakota State. Uh, that's you know, a typical. Carson Wentz. That's such a typical Iowa loss. So is. Typical. So is. So I mean, is. Year, the big extension. Last year they won those early games, and then they just they, they play the trash of the Big Ten. It's true. And then make it all the way to the Rose Bowl. They didn't deserve to get to the Rose Bowl. That team wasn't. That team was horrible. What a drubbing that team they was bad. That, was ball. Nah, that that wasn't that. That was such a weak team. <laughs> they did. I would have liked to have seen that team play Ohio State. I would have liked to have seen that too. But the Michigan State game was a good game. The Big Ten championship It was, and then we figured out that both teams were just slow, Sucky. and and fake defense. It fake looked, defense. It looked good because they both matched up, and then they could each hit each other hard. Like white right. guys hitting each other hard. That's what you get, Michigan State and Iowa. Three yards of carry. Like a fullback just going right into the middle linebacker just for the oh, hell of it. Time and time again. And then both teams get to the bowl games and just get and obliterated. Get spread out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so three weeks in. And I, and I just bought my flight to Dallas for two, three weeks from now. Yeah, uh, Red River, and now it's it's not even it's Oklahoma Texas, but Oklahoma. If they lose that game, shut it down. Done. And Texas goes out to Cal and loses a game that they got to win. I mean, I know they have a true freshman quarterback, but my God, yeah, it's Cal. <laughs> and so I got so 
my dad asked me like last week, hey, are we going to buy tickets to this Red River game? And I was like, no, hell no. Because th- these teams, they might lose again before we even get to that game. Yeah, they really so could. I, so anyway, the big game that week is we're going out there. We'll, we'll, we'll probably catch the, the Red River. We'll just buy a ticket last second. And then Which the, you should be able to do. You should be you able, should to, be able get, to get, get some I, good you know, ones. fifty bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the and then Sunday will be Bengals Cowboys. And here's the thing cool. I was oh, here's the thing I was going to ask you is, I'm pretty nervous about going to that game and actually cheering for the Bengals. You, you know, should be. Well, you, you know what I mean. That, well, yeah, you, you saw that yeah. Cowboys inner squad fight amongst the fans that you posted on Busted Coverage last right. week. I, I'd say that's a, a, it's good to be nervous. <laughs> yeah, it, it's smart, right, to be actually nervous. I, I think trying to be prepared is not a bad thing. That's what nervous is. But you know, you're going to have a lot of cholos down there. Yeah. You're going to have guys with socks up to their thighs, really low hanging shorts, and uh, some lokes. Uh, so, and the one thing I was like, I don't own, I don't wear Bengals gear. I was just going to say, I can't see you wearing like a Dalton, so no. I think you'll be okay. No, I don't wear the gear. and I. But the thing is, like, is it – I've never done this where a real, like, hardcore game. Oh, you, I have. Where you go into never, other another stadium. I uh, I went to a Chiefs Raiders game three years ago and, and donned a Ted Hendricks jersey. And I, I can't believe some of the things that were said to me that day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that was when Darren McFadden was on the Raiders and one of our guys, there were about six other Raider guys and we were in a mixed group, you know, probably seven Chiefs fans with us. And I must've heard the word McFaggot 800 (laughs) times. Like I'm not even joking. And that was the first time the Chiefs beat the Raiders in Kansas City in eight meetings. Oh my God. Everybody was so drunk. All these Chiefs fans, they all wanted to fight. Like I could, I, there were several times we were walking to the parking lot after the game where we were like encircled by Chiefs fans that all they wanted to do was brawl. I that was the that was the most recent time I've feared for my safety in NFL games. <laughs> so I, I don't think it'll be that bad. The Bengals boys rival really isn't there. And hey, just right. throw on a Jeff Blake. Nobody'll notice. Yeah, yeah, see that's but I don't even think it matters. I just think that NFL fans are constantly looking for a fight. Why is that? I think it's I think they just I, Exactly. Why is that? Because yeah. if you go to a college game, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get shit on a few times, but yeah. you're not you're not gonna get like constantly people wanting to fight you. Right. Nobody's out for death like they are at an NFL game. Like that video you posted on BC of the Rams dad freaking out. Right. The, right. Like, like, why is that even happening? Like, why? Just, none of those guys are in fighting shape. I mean, no. how many? Well, they're not. Natural lights they had. They're just so drunk. Is that what it is? Why is that you don't see more of that in college? Right. Like the LSU bros throwing down. They just fight each other. (laughs) No, but seriously, if you're an NFL fan, you got to be out of your mind really to wear opposing gear into another stadium because all – I'll give you another. I'll I'll give you another story. My wife and I, we go go up to Detroit for a Bengals-Lions preseason game. All right. That seems reasonable. It doesn't seem like that'd be too threatening. Preseason. All right. We get, we just take a seat in the end zone, I don't know, 45 rows up, and we sit down, and these guys were just, like, making moves on my wife constantly. 
Like it, what, what it was mean, ugly. Verbally? Yes, like verbal it was, moves. It was ugly. What were they saying? Nah, just like I, I can't remember exactly how it all went down. But all I kept thinking is, is this is the biggest scum on the face of the earth. <laughs> this guy, we're just sitting there. You know, we're in our th- we're like in our mid thirties. Yeah, and these guys are just total dirtbags, and they're Lions fans. And uh, yeah. and I, and after that, I said never again. I'm never taking my wife. I'm never taking her to a, uh, a NFL game. I don't care what. I don't care if we were Lions fans because it wouldn't have mattered. These guys act like the woman is a piece of meat at an NFL game. Like she's just sitting there, and right. and and they're total dirtbags. And what a did she have a jersey on? No jersey. We didn't have anything on other street clothes. No Bengals. So no, no team. No, no team, team affiliation no. whatsoever. No zero. And all they kept doing is turning around, catcalling, to just total, total scumbag stuff. Well, what and, was your wife wearing? Uh, I don't even remember. Just regular I, stuff. Just regular stuff. So it would have been so like I mean, maybe revealing. something short sleeve. No, it wouldn't have been no. No, my, my my wife is not even close to like that. So these guys are just close to a woman for the first time well, in Like weeks straight out of jail. Like straight out of jail and thinking like every woman wants them. And <laughs> and I I was like, I will never bring my wife, unless we're in a suite. That's the only way. And I might yeah. not even do that because the walk from the suite to the car can be rough. rough are Bengals rough. games like that? Uh, you know what? I think it's everywhere. I think these guys are so out of their minds, and I don't know what it is. I can't figure just it out. Drunk. Just so just drunk. drunk. Is that it? Is that just, all? Just drunk in dirt bags, like just total scumbag stuff. And I don't. How about bringing a kid? How like about that. bringing a kid to an NFL? I would game? never, never bring never. my child to an NFL never. game. It'll not happen. Never. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring my kid to an NFL game. I don't care if the. I don't care if they're eighteen. No, not a daughter. That's, that's a even daughter. worse. That's probably even worse. Like the guy, the guy at the Rams game, freaking out with his kid. I mean, come on, dude, just chill the fuck out for a minute. They're they're not that fighting was, you. They're not yeah. gonna, they're not gonna hurt you. That was a a classic overreaction from like an accountant or yeah. something. You know, I remember. Like, listen, I remember going to that. I mean, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, like I went to f- sporting events with my dad and saw people kicking the shit out of each other all the time, and we thought it was funny. Because they were all fighting right. each other, and they didn't—they right. didn't bother us because we, we no. were just. It, but you could not take a daughter. No. Never. No. Never. And it's only going to get worse as she ages. Like you can't take a thirteen-year-old girl to an NFL game. Are you crazy? Yeah. I'd rather take a thirteen-year-old girl to like sub-Saharan Africa. She'd be treated better. <laughs> I'd rather take her into the Congo. Uh, Are you kidding? It's it is one of the most despicable things you can possibly do is take a kid to an NFL game. Like you can take a kid, <laughs> you can take a kid to college sports. games. It's more like right. neighborhood. Yeah, it's more like can. a neighborhood, but these NFL games, these guys are straight out of whatever dirtbag company or business they work at. You know, like auto mechanics, like dirty, like, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mechanics. And, 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 and another thing is, is like if they play a one o'clock game, how the hell can you get that drunk that quick at a one o'clock game? It's true. <laughs> That's some serious road soda ing. So how would you? Is there? What about having sweet tickets? Like, let's say, 
let's say somebody was like, hey, I've got suite tickets to the Bears, and uh, sure. why don't you come in town? Would, yeah. would you do that at a Bears game? Because The only way I'd do it, and this goes against the conversation we had on the way back from the stadium at Bristol, is if I left early. Because like the people that are out there staggering around as they exit the stadium are some of the worst. Like That's zombies. high time. Just zombies. It's like zombie apocalypse time. You know, if it was a morning game, you get to about three fifteen. These people are beat. They're done. They don't even know what their names are. You got to leave at like two thirty, and the bears will be far out of it by then. And the Swede will be, you know, cleaning up the free food spread by then too. So it's just time to leave. Just people puking everywhere. And- <laughs> oh, dude, you got to count on seeing puke. <laughs> just bodies, bodies everywhere. It's so bizarre. Like, do other sports? I mean, I've never seen that in baseball. Is it because there's no, so many games? So, the season's so, so long. many games. And so you think April Ross runs into that in the AVP tour? Just guys <laughs> just trashed early, just being derogatory. No, I, and, and again, like college, you go to a college game and it's like neighborhoods. It's like an, it's like the little small towns. Yeah. And they get it drunk. Is. They get hammered. But it's more communal completely agree it's like somehow a respectful drunk yes yes which is weird like people are actually just happy they're not drunk and angry because they're browns fans or something you know i i told i i did i tell you the story about me going to the cleveland tailgate and i'm wearing and and they knew all right they knew they knew you'd infiltrated you had a tim tim couch no i had a brandon whedon jersey on that's right and they knew they knew i was not a browns fan and I, I felt I felt like it could go sideways at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing the footage or the content that you captured from that thing. Oh my god! I yeah. Listen, like, like they just go to this parking lot to let loose, oh, to just let it all hang out. People having sex behind RVs and just like pandemonium people pissing out in public just like any <laughs> anywhere they can let, take a leak they're just take they're pissing on fences wasn't there a guy on top of an rv wearing like a pimp outfit with no pants oh, on yeah. or something oh yeah they're just it's it's a whole nother world like i don't know how this has gotten to this point <laughs> what, do, what do those people do when they go home like what do their homes look like i always wonder like, what does that pimp guy's bathroom oh, look like? It, they're like little, I, I picture like little three bed, 1,100 square foot, three bedroom, <laughs> one bath, maybe a half bath. Ranch style. One, all one, above one car garage, detached. <laughs> and maybe, <I> picture that. <laughs> and maybe the basement has been renovated. If there is one. <laughs> It's just a cellar. You have to go outside to get in. You walk around the back and open the double doors to get into the cellar. And maybe if he's lucky, he's turned half the garage. Maybe like the back half of the garage has been turned into some sort of like man cave. (laughs) But it's like a 250 square foot garage to begin with. Yeah, it's tight. The whole thing's tight. He's got a bunch of his mother-in-law's stuff in there. So the driveway's backed up with like three cars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, he's not parking the car in the garage. No. You, know, you know the garage I'm talking about. They don't have they don't even have a garage door opener. It's the one right. you got to get out. It's purely for smoking. You just go in there to smoke. Gotta, it's like a winter it's, time it's, smoke it's got spot. A, it's got like a uh, couch that you got from uh, like Goodwill. Yeah, like you just needed one, so you just went and got a couch. 
Oh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's my picture. So anyway, I'm going to go down to Dallas. It's the first time I've ever done this with uh, my dad, uh, NFL game on the road. So it should be interesting. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't I don't know what to expect. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's not. I'm not I'm not really in the mood for some sort of like hassle. No, no, that that like that mood precludes me from going to these games anymore. Like I had friends last week like, hey, let's go to X game. And I was like, oh, it sounds like such an imposition. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, I don't want to I don't want to be like hassled. I I just want to sit at home. And that's what the problem is with the NFL is like you can sit at home and you're not hassled. The parking is on one hundred and eighty dollars like it is for a Rams game. And and, like, and and think about the experience. Oh, I don't want to. No, I'm saying like you oh, sit you, at home, you, you turn on the Red Zone channel. I pay yeah. $5 a month for Red Zone. It's yeah. the best five bucks I think I've ever spent in my life. It's unreal to me that it's that reasonably priced considering everything else with the shield uh, on it. Eight, eight hours. It's more than that. It's like 10 hours a day. You're tired. When it's over, oh, you God. are tired. N- Mrs. BC, there's not one channel she hates more than the Red Zone channel. She can't keep up with it. Nobody can. No human <laughs> being can. She's like, you don't even want to watch the Sunday night game. Oh after no, that. no. I and you know what? I didn't. I, I watched. You like, want to watch? You want to watch like the History Channel? Oh, or, or <laughs> oh you want to? You yeah. You gotta d. You gotta like d NFL yourself. De-compress. Is that what those Lions fans were saying to your wife? Holy shit. Let us DNFL your old lady, oh man. Oh my god, you're right. That is true. You just want to watch other things, like Jeopardy. Unless it's like, like a really Jeopardy good game. On. And how about like last night? Oh my god, I ended up watching uh, Florida State's reality show on uh, the on Showtime, like oh documenting Florida State's season instead of that NFL game. I that game was over. I was couldn't I take was, it. I was getting Fiona ready for bed and. I had it going on the radio, and they scored three touchdowns in like seven minutes. And she was like, well, yeah, defensive, embarrassing. right? Uh, no, Ryan Matthews had two of them. All right. They had reception returned out of the two yard oh, line. Oh, okay. Jake that's yep. badly thrown the ball. Yep. But she's like, she posed a great question, which she's mentioned numerous times is, can't we root for someone else? <laughs> and. <laughs> uh, I was like, and that's oh, a question. Oh, that's a great question. She's is, like, yeah, they don't do anything right. I'm like, I know. Like, they stopped them. So they stopped the Eagles on – it's fourth and goal from the two. They stopped the Eagles. Whoops, offside. Some dumbass lined up in the neutral zone. And that was, like, one of their more intelligent penalties of the evening. And I was like, hon, this is just stupid. She's like, I know. Let's just get – let's just root for another team. And I'm like, I'm, I'm all ears. Isn't that amazing, though? Like, if you – and I know this is running late, but who cares – uh, if you were to say like, I just want to quit rooting for this team. I got to find another team, and you probably have something about every other team that you hate, and like you couldn't become a fan of that team for another reason. Like you couldn't become a Chiefs fan, right? Uh, no, it'd be right. very difficult. Right? They're basically like Bears South for the people in the mid uh, upper Midwest. Yeah, or exactly. Where, yeah, whatever you want to call it, cornfields. Can't do that. All right, let's say hypothetically you were you were gonna become a fan of another team. Well, it was cute because she goes, 
who who should we pick, Dad? And she go, and then she followed it up with, "It can't be the Packers, though." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, at least at least some of this is hit home." Jumping I on would the have, bandwagon, right? It, it would be. But speaking of that, I would have to pick the Patriots because I've said for years now that they're a better run business than the, I, the greater business association that they are part of. Isn't that amazing? That, yeah, you're you're right. My dad and I have this exact conversation every year when the Bengals are getting ready to get their asses blown out in the playoffs. And we never can find a reason to really hate the Patriots. No. I, know, I know it's like the, the, the in thing to hate the Patriots. But every yeah. year we'll have the same conversation. We're like, they just win. And it's not that they just win. They win with all these scrubs. Whoever it is. Right. Whoever it is. That's how good they are. Like that, You hear all the time about system this, system that, and it's all double talk and BS. There's literally one in New England, and you see it every year. And it's – it it's just ridiculous. Like the other interesting thing about that is a week ago, Fiona ab- abruptly entered the uh, living room and said, dad, why isn't Tom Brady playing last Sunday? Wow. The first Sunday of the league of the year. And I was like, well, he got suspended for four games and she goes for deflating footballs. That was two <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I was like, Hun, she you wants are... it to be over. She, yeah, she's even, a, even an eight year old, one understands how dumb it is and that it should be over. And so like the NFL to me, they're like a stupid business that they're not, they're not as good of business as the Patriots. So they have to throw dirt on that business to make, to elevate them, to make them look competent even. And so what do they do? They cook up deflate gate, which had was completely irrelevant from the minute it happened. Right. And it's still a thing. And the NFL is just so poorly run. And and then you get into the in-game experience. You want to pay, Twelve dollars for a beer, eight dollars for a hot dog, and watch people fight. I mean, it's just pure greed. So, I don't know. I again, this goes back to my love of the CFL. This all leads back to the Canadian Football League. <laughs> playing for nothing and uh... <laughs> yeah, playing for sixty k, and you know, not acting like they're too good for people. What a what an idea. All right, that's probably a good spot to leave this one because <laughs> after you start talking CFL, you're going to go to NASCAR and the people don't want to hear Blake. it. They don't want to hear it, so we'll just shut it down. This is a long one. We thank uh, April Ross for stopping by. That was a quick five minutes with April, by the way. And um, yeah, let's uh, let's get let's get back on a schedule where we do a call Sunday nights and let's break down the NFL and then we'll uh, we'll take callers. Yeah, we should definitely take callers. I like the Sunday night idea. What's the interview that we have this week? There's another interview this week, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I can't remember who it is. Let's not let's not let's not bring that up so that we make sure that we actually get these people. <laughs> like Dan Bailey, we were watching Cowboys Skins, and Fiona was like, that, "Is that the kicker that didn't call you guys?" I was like, "Yes, for pizza." And then she's like, "That was for pizza." Yeah. Hut. And then she was like, "Do you want them? Do you want them to make the every kick?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> she's really getting into the football sports now uh, so she she knows what's she going on it. all right all right all right that's it another great podcast on uh, milk the clock hopefully you're still listening to it and uh, we'll do it again next time <laughs>